Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Every time. I know it's like fresh every time. Tear. Oh, my Zoom is so full screen for so long, but now it's so much better. Um, Danny, how are you? First of all, I'm great. And I'll talk more about like what I did when we get to the recommendations. But but let's get into our guest though, because I'm super excited. This is a buddy of mine, which I thought y'all knew each other and I didn't realize this is this is a first we didn't know each other IRL which is a shorter way of saying in real life I find that if I say IRL I don't take as much time to say in real life so that's why IRL is for me yeah preferable to in real life imagine the the same time I've saved just by saying IRL (laughs) in real life be right back BRB and yeah we're gonna start on that we only have about a half hour today so but uh, anyway all right all right guys so this this guest, I love him. He's so great. He's a super funny stand-up, has an insanely funny new special called Mad King on YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Ben Glebe. Ben Glebe! Oh, thank the, you, oh, thank the, you. Oh, people are flashing titties. It is exciting. Accolades and titties. That's <laughs> the name of the go. game. Welcome to the Doing It podcast, Ben. Thank you so much for having me. Very You've excited arrived, my you. friend. Yes, you- indeed. I gotta I say, when you know. communicate with somebody, I never—I don't think I even heard your voice before. But you got a great yeah. radio voice. Holy! Thank shit. you very much. Yeah, we're just Twitter friends, and and yeah. uh, you never knew that I had such dulcet tones, did you? Oh my God, I am. I mean, it's no secret I'm hard. What's <laughs> <laughs> a secret? I just let you guys know. rock. Most people are when they listen yeah, to this right. podcast. Oh. I'm yeah, rock hard. Right I get now. that's why it's called doing it. Yeah, <laughs> and been like you and I've we've done stand up together. I just did your your show just now. SDSC. Yep. By the way, I love that. Love Jody Sweeten. Is- Sweetheart. Yeah, we do the show once a month, and it's just a fun, like if we call it an online live stream shit show, and it's a it's a fun thing. It started in the pandemic, and now we we just do it like six days a week. Now we just do it once a month. And what's the so show we, called? It's called SDSC. It's the socially distant social club. Oh, that's so! Fun. I have, I actually have heard of that. It's yeah. really fun, and uh, but that's you know that's just a fun little side thing we do now because we don't want to let the nostalgia of the great sweet days of the pandemic go oh, quite yeah. yet because we're all doing other projects at this point. But yeah. but what I've done it before, it I I really enjoy it because it's interactive with the audience. You don't just have the audience there and they have to shut up they get to participate yeah it's the only show really that does that like they're a big part they play games with us they play meme contests they amazing it's really fun it's really fun trying to kind of change the way that a show can be and traditionally that wall that hard wall between the audience and the performer and i do mean hard 
Yeah. <laughs> That's the theme. I mean, that of might the be show. The, we might call this episode hard, I think. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, but ben, it's a hard cock life. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've, so as long as I've known you and I've done your show before, like you are such, like, you're such an entertaining person. I love, like, when I did your show before, you have all the different uh, <laughs> features where you leave off the top that show. Yeah. Yes. I, I, yeah, I you change do all, my face. You do all the impressions and everything. Like, how did you get into this? Where are you from? Like, what? How did yeah, you get your story, man? You're somebody like I, I met in a Twitter room and you were funny and you, you and I, I just think like you're as funny as can be. So I'm just curious about your whole thing. Thank you. I mean, I don't know how far back you want me to go. Well, I mean, where, where are you from and how'd you get into what you're doing now? Like, what, where'd you go to school and tell me your path to where you are from leaving college to here? Like, what's Sure. Got so I'm from L.A., born and raised in this weird town. And even though I think it makes you less weird than people that had this like innate, intense desire to move here to pursue the dream. So I was kind of, I was just kind of plopped out here. So this is, I had no choice. And, but I ended up pursuing this business anyway. And I had a radio show at the end of high school called the Glebe show. And then I went to college at UC San Diego where I created a late night talk show called the Glebe show. I always wanted to be equal parts, George Carlin and Johnny Carson. And so, and, 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 equal one maybe a little bit smaller part of of chevy chase as an actor and i've achieved little bits of that probably come closer in some categories than others Uh, but i created my own talk show called the glebe show that was carson-esque kind of talk show and then um and graduated and came out here and started doing improv i was in an improv troupe called the empty stage theater with kristen (laughs) with kristen wig really and with felicia day no i love her yeah, with amazing people, and um, and then I started doing stand up. I think mostly because um, in improv scenes, I would maybe take them over too much, and a couple too many people suggested maybe try stand up where you don't have to share. Yeah. <laughs> what you say? I don't have to listen so hard to you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and it's a lot easier when it's just your own thoughts. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> and so I started doing stand up, and um, yeah, I just. How long have you been at Santa? Man? 21 years now, I guess. Holy shit. Or wow. 22 years. 22 years now, I think. Wait, you're in your 40s? You look like I am. Thank you. That is so kind. Um, yes, I am in my 40s. Uh, no, I don't how, like to believe old, it. How old are you? I'm just yeah, turned 44. Yeah. I'm, I turned, just turned 44. Oh, really? Yeah. When's class your birthday? 96. <laughs> yeah, class 96. That's right. May 19th. When's your birthday? May nineteenth. Okay, mm-hmm. it's not just. I'm June eighteenth. That's just. Yours. You're already well into forty four. You're also, a lot I'm older, older related than you. To me. Respect your elders. <laughs> this is one of my favorite Steely Dan songs. May nineteenth. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah. Is that really a song, or are you just saying that to impress Jen? You're cool. No, it's hey nineteen. But oh. I just showed how old I am. <laughs> but I knew. I got the reference. I got it. <laughs> um, and so you know, I I uh, I started doing stand up, and I also you know, it was an acting class and started acting a little bit here and there and um, things just kind of skyballed. I ended up working for the National Lampoon Network as their news director and got my own talk show for the National Lampoon Network, airing to colleges around the country called The Glebe Show based on the show I had in college, then sold that to Fox. Lauren Michaels produced it. Then I got wow. cast as one of the leads on this NBC show called The Real Wedding Crashers that Ashton Kutcher produced. It was like a real life hour long hidden camera show. Right. Yeah. And 
the cast has all gone on to really big things. It's been really cool to see the cast. It's Catherine Reitman who created Working Moms. Right. And yeah. is the star of that. It's Desi Lydic on The Daily Show. Now oh. it's Steve Byrne became one of the biggest comics and had a great sitcom for years on TBS. And it's Gareth sure. Reynolds who created the Dollop podcast, one of the biggest podcasts in the world. That was our whole cast. Wow, it was yeah. just a real confluence of like very talented people. Yeah. It was a pretty – they did a good job casting it. I'm sorry that I've let the rest of them down. And, <laughs> and then – and uh, yeah, and then I just started, you know, I and then I started doing my own podcast for Kevin Smith's network called Last Week on Earth. And then um, I got uh, asked to be on Chelsea Lately one day by Chelsea Handler and Michael Cox. And they ended up having me on all the time for the next seven years. And I became one of the main faces on that show for seven That's years. That's I actually was aware of you. It's funny because it was like. I knew people associated with that. So like when you and when I became friends with you on Twitter, I was I had known your name in regards to Chelsea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, she was wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, I did like over 100 episodes. She kind of gave me a name in this business. And then I right when that show was ending almost exactly right then my first special I got it was on Showtime called Neurotic Gangster. It's now on YouTube. And right then I got my own my own game show offered to me by Game Show Network called Idiot Test. And we did four seasons, 210 episodes. I was head writer, host, executive producer, co-executive producer, and um, and then it went on to Netflix, and it's now on, still on Game Show Network on the weekends yeah. and, and reruns, and on Pluto TV, and other than a few acting things here and there and some stand-up things, that brings us roughly to today with a couple large things I'm leaving out, but yeah, know, there's <laughs> but, a limit but that's to- a- that's impressive. I, I'm always to me, and I think people who are attracted to podcasts like this, or when we talk to things, because there's never a straight line to what we do. It's like mm. it always like one person uh, cuts their way through the jungle, and that path closes behind them, and somebody else will find a new path. It's, I think it's interesting. We, I'm constantly fascinated by how people got from A to B because it's like I could not repeat. Like if I went back in time and had to do the same step, like I would not be able to get to the same steps. It's, it's so mm. much. It's yeah. just so much chance and well, yeah, I don't think it's possible it to recreate. Yeah. No, it, and there's no possible. like there's no college that you go to to get to this place. It's just no. you, know, you, you know, like you stumble upon except, things. Except maybe the University of Hard Cox. That's the only path yeah. in yeah. this business that you've got. Um it's the only way to guarantee success. Yeah. Um it, yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's just such a random path. I mean, so many detours in there too that you know I didn't mention, but like starting nowhere comedy during the pandemic or, yeah. you know, a quick turn running for office or just a, you know, creating Wait, a telethon for me about that. Yeah. That's like, you just skipped over the, just, I feel, I feel uncomfortable talking about it sometimes, but I'm happy to, if you have a question. I'm just curious that. because I mean, I, I think I, I know our politics are pretty aligned yeah. and I've definitely had the impulse. So I'm curious, like, what did you tell me about that, that, that experience? Like, it was wild. I mean, you know, I just was being kept up at night, not being able to 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 fall asleep because afraid I was afraid that Donald Trump would would win again. And I didn't think that right. traditional politicians were going to beat him. I was already watching the early candidates out there in the presidential race in the 2020 campaign. And I was like, they're they're just playing such boring, staid, uh, basic politics, and they're trying to take him down with old tricks. And he's like breaking every rule possible, yeah. and he's burning down the system. And he's not a politician; he's a trash talker. He's a heckler. And yeah. and the one thing that I'm really amazing at is is destroying hecklers. And I figured, what if that? Literally, I, I didn't. Obviously, I didn't think there was a good chance I would win the presidency. But I thought, what if? What if? The- 
I ran for the presidency. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought here I think like uh, like you ran for like a uh, city know. council or yeah. something. No, I admire that. I mean, I think I, I that was my feeling through the whole thing. It's like they told oh, Trump's you can't beat Trump. It's like right. I mean, I don't know what you know about me, but I got into like a two year. Into like a, a, a like a six month your Twitter war, your yeah. Twitter war with them, and I showed you. Ex- and by the way, I've read I read I read that book. I read oh, it actually okay. when I was running for office as inspiration of how to troll Trump and how to. It's exactly it, and I'm not even the best at it. Anybody who does like it's it used to drive me crazy when they would talk about this shit. It's like yeah. it's very easy. He's got the thinnest skin in the world. Yes, and you yes. roast him. He cannot handle it. He gets embarrassed. I mean. Arguably, Obama's jokes at that dinner. Yeah. You know, that's so what made him run, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think but, he wanted to run for a long time. But I'm sure, but that might have been the catalyst yeah. and that made him finally go over the edge and decide to do it. But um, yeah, so, you know, I, and in your book, by the way, given to me yeah. by, by Randy Siegel, oh. <laughs> who's a dear old friend, wow. and has given me a lot of opportunities in my career. That's nice. She's really wonderful. She gave me that national help me help make that national lampoon show happen for me and this big deal oh. at MySpace years ago. But so then I ran for office under the under the just the the fear like what if Trump won again and I'll forever wonder wow what if we needed a comedian to just like trash talk this guy out of office and I never did it and then America's gone and so I just did it so I yeah. could live with myself and kind of skipped a year wow. of my career to just try and we the campaign I mean we were squelched by the media completely we our system is so broken the dnc wouldn't acknowledge us but that all said we still were such a grassroots campaign supported by so many good people with small dollar donations that we lasted eight months i campaigned in 13 states and territories we ended up the 15th highest fundraising democratic campaign when we were finished 29th overall i was on the ballot in new hampshire i spoke at events with biden and harris and warren and sanders and everybody I was wow. a legit I be, I became a legit like mainstream candidate by the end. Larry King had me on. Now this was doing videos. I was on the front page of the Nashua Telegraph. You can see it right oh there. Oh um, wow. <laughs> and uh, that's our pro- propaganda poster and all that stuff and Are and, you uh, I got to ask you just a practical question. Are you right? Have you are you compiling this into at least a book or a screenplay or something because this is a this is your yeah. that experience as a, com- a comedian going in there, there's something worthwhile. Yeah. yeah. I took, I took pretty good notes during the campaign of the people that moved me and that I spoke to that opened their lives and their hearts to me during the campaign. So I have some notes to refresh my memory on that. And then we actually shot a documentary. I knew that, that we would need to figure a way to break through. And the, once yeah. I saw the media, especially was not giving us that yeah. breakthrough and nor, nor was the DNC. So I was always throwing up iPhones and cameras. And then at one point for like the most critical two week stretch of the campaign, we had a professional documentary crew following us. So we have like a beautiful documentary and we already have a 27 minute pilot episode cut that no one has seen. Oh, we had I a deal. When you, whenever it's I'll send it to you. Oh, can yeah. you? Happily. Yeah, I would love that. Please. Happy yeah. to send it to you. That makes yes. me. I, I'd be excited to see it. Um, and it's I'm called. Sure. It's called. You'll never be president. A comedian's <laughs> unexpected campaign, and it really was the 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 truth. It was just that was everybody's first thing. Like Joe Rogan would like make fun of my campaign on his podcast, but then wouldn't have me on to debate it. Like you know yeah. what I mean? He would. It would it was, and somehow that was ironically the best exposure we got to his ten million followers. Him not making fun, but just making light of it, really, and. And uh, it was just a very, but but how sad about how broken the system is that yeah. you in the comedy world didn't know about it. 
I no, mean, I really didn't. I, 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 whole... I feel that way crazy. And I'm, you know, I'm sure this, I'm really excited to see the documentary and I'm assuming the documentary doesn't have commercials in it. Mm-mm. What's interesting is we do have commercials and that was one of the most expert segues I think I've ever done. In- <laughs> <laughs> and I think we will be right back after that. Okay. Doing it nation. I'm coming to you, Jenny Johnson, comedian, writer, all around, straight up G. I'm about to let you know about Athletic Greens AG1 that I just started taking because now that I'm 44 years old and, you know, mama gets a little tired from time to time. And I'm telling you, this green drink is amazing. I don't want a lot of sugar because I still got to keep my body looking tight. This has low sugar. It tastes great. It helps me sleep at night. Another thing I have problems with. And I just feel good all the way around. The most important thing for me is it containing less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. I am forever searching for healthy options, low in sugar and high in taste. And AG1 is the perfect fit for me. It gives me all the energy I need during the day. I get a great night's sleep. And you know what? I look amazing. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but I think AG1 does. AG1 is where it's at. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash doing it. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash doing it to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, doing it nation, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager all your favorite sports, contests and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online and use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code CLNS50, that is CLNS50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And, and now, that, those products and that service... Oh, that, I'm rock hard again. What do you? Yeah, and and I I you know and Jen, no one can you say this? Like I know I couldn't be there for that read, but Jenny, yeah. no one rocks a commercial like you do. No, and I, and I mean it. That's the best. No, part. I know. I feel like you're. I feel like I feel like a little piece of me is there, even when I'm not doing. My it. passion for betonline.com. Oh, you can't. Don't fuck with me. Go. That exudes oh. from you. You can. Yeah, tell. you could tell. I want to. I bet online. And if you if you doubt her, you're gambling with your life. Exactly. And oh, guy has made a lit. Oh, it's oh, and oh, I guess it was uh, not bet online. Oh, it was not. Oh, guy, oh, I don't know. Come on and talk to us. Come, okay. come on and talk to us. You got what, what are you telling hey, me? It's betonline.ag, not betonline.com. I thought oh, it was betonline.com. Bet, uh, okay, sorry. That's what that's what it was. But okay. and I want to betonline.ag, which stands what? for absolutely great. Absolutely great. Attorney General. So, yeah. um, but let, yeah, leave all this in. I want to see, I want the audience to know how the sausage was made. <laughs> so Ben, what do you have coming up? Like, talk to me about like what you're working on now and what I, I mean, I know obviously we got this, this special on YouTube that we're all going to see, uh, King for a day. Well, um, the, what is it? The Mad King. Mad King. Mad Mad King. King. Of course it's, uh, 
It's a, it's the the not Lannisters. It's the Targaryen. It's part that. It's part slam at Trump, who thinks he's the Mad King. It's part when you run for president like I did and you lose and you don't get acknowledged by most of the world. You then disappoint yourself, the king. We're living in a post-truth era and you get to define your own terms now, too. So why not have one of the good guys take one of these bold terms so it's not always Trump and Kanye sucking up the oxygen, right. saying they're the greatest. I wanted oh. to finally have someone on the side of people that care about the world taking one of these bold titles and maybe try to see if that can change the way that people perceive because because we have far too much i think comedy and content that's tilting right lately where these people get these mass audiences and we always stick to our guns and as democrats and as people on the left we're 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 just weak our messaging sucks and so i'm trying to change that our messaging, with, not only does our special. messaging su- not only does our messaging suck but if we veer off of that messaging in any way we are eat each other by yeah. ourselves we eat each like, other. Yeah, I am not the problem here, guys. There's like, yep. granted, there's like, a, there's, a, there's, a, there are a few things we can do, but it's like, anyway. Yep. And but, so, uh, so I got that, and I think this is a next level special for me, hugely. I mean, people I really have been agree. saying in, in, insane things about it. I've had incredibly kind words said by some amazing, you know, luminaries in this comedy world. So I do hope people check it out. And then I'm also anchoring shows for the Young Turks and doing three videos a week for their Rebel HQ brand. And so I'm just kind of doing my own like news monologue, taking down these like heavily researched, funny, but also passionate, angry videos three times a week. You can get the links to them in my bios. Um, on put that all up on the thing. Thank Man, you. You're a media company. I love it. I'm trying. I'm trying. I still, I own Nowhere Comedy and we're doing a bunch of, of, uh, of, content there and whole comedy club experiences from your own home and and um you can have a whole night out without leaving your house and then that just you know and 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 some acting and some uh more auditioning than acting really <laughs> and and plugging away just you know gigs around town we're just retired an hour so of new hour already and figuring That's out the crazy. next moves you make me feel lazy. That's what I Thank you. Like, you are constantly doing everything right now. I also release five videos a week on all my social medias, and that's yeah. not – no work going into that. Stand-up I like that you make me feel bad about my output. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> You're very welcome. I also uh, am uh, very loving to my family. I spend a lot of time loving them and making sure yeah. they know that I'm around. You know, So I'm really doing a lot of great stuff. I, I have ah. a I have a special love for you and your dad and y'all's love for the Dodgers. Thank you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> my dad is just the greatest. I love yeah. going to games with him. It's it's a lovely. lovely our dads are our dads are oh, our, dad our dads right. are dead, but that's cool. I know. You I'm know. so sorry about that. No, super. No, no. It feels like you're rubbing your alive. You're like no, it's cool. I'll, I'm gonna hang with my dad right after this and be so happy that I can. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the joke's on you. Yeah. I didn't like my dad. You didn't. <laughs> you showed me, Danny. You showed yeah. me pretty good right there. Burn, take that. Well done. Slammed. Well, uh, well, that's exciting. We're going to link all of your stuff. Um, so, and this is the part we asked like, what are the things you're into that aren't yours? Great question. Great question. The things that are not mine that I am watching. Yeah. What have you been watching? What do you enjoy? I'm a whole season behind, but I'm, I'm about to start season five of Better Call Saul. I've been really enjoying that. So good. So good. So good. I'm not going to give any spoilers away. I'm just going to say that you're in good hands. Okay, good. Finales can sometimes make you feel like you're in good hands. You are in good hands. Oh, good. Okay. Really, really great show. Very glad to hear that. I've been so, you know, stressed out by the news that I needed a, a completely mindless, not got to take that back. It's a little harsh, not fully mindless, but pretty mindless 
reality show to just enjoy the silliness of. And so I'm watching my friend Nikki Glazer's show, F Boy yeah, Island. It's so it good. is just so good. And in some ways, it's like really like the most honest of all the reality shows because they create this like weird environment where they where they admit that it's a game and people are there to play it. So it kind of takes away the fake artifice that they try to ignore on reality shows. And because that they announce it, it actually makes it more real than a lot of them. And, yeah. and they're not there for the right reasons, which is exactly great. right. Exactly right. <laughs> and, and Nikki's just a fucking delight. Anything she does, so I funny, love. so, so funny wonderful, too, and I love it. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to continue watching. I just actually weirdly turned that on like three nights ago. So she's yeah. wonderful. I love that show. So that's fun. And um, what else? And I'm watching. Um, I of course meet the press and Bill Maher every week and John Oliver. Even though for whatever reason I don't always make it through his his long twenty minute rants so, of. On one topic each episode, but I get through the news part at least. Yeah, I, 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 I have the same issue with Bill Maher on the other side of that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. What about you, Danny? What have you been watching? Oh, and then one last one. Sorry, and then I also just my favorite news show to watch is PBS NewsHour. I think it's the best, most in-depth Without summary every day of yeah. the news. They go deep into it but also cover everything you need to know. They have great analysis and it's never any sensationalizing of any kind. And it's really nice. That I love that you said that that's, I was a TV news producer for several years and I can hardly find anything except PBS. That's just gives you the facts like without an opinion. Like I don't want everyone's opinion. I just tell me what's going on in PBS. And even, even on PBS news hour, sometimes when you see, Judy Woodruff just so frustrated with Trump. Even with her, it like seeks through. She's like, I mean, no one's ever done something like this, and it's unprecedented. And when people realize the lies, you're like, Judy, okay. You know what? You know what? It has more impact when it's her. Of I course, think, because I think the problem is it is valid to, to drop the New York Times style and call someone a liar when they're yeah. lying. It's yeah. not not political. That's that's truth. And so I, yeah. I always respect that when they when like, you're in unprecedented times. There's no way that you cannot call yeah. it out like you when have, i was doing the- that, that, that that ideology is not a valid ideology it's like arguing with flat earthers it's like arguing 100 percent. yes you, we have to the only way to possibly save this country is to stop acting like that side at this point is still a valid opinion it is not, not it is an evil degenerate disgusting immoral group of people that are dragging the country right down the drain and if we don't stop it and call it out for that we're in big big we're trouble, big trouble. And it's, yeah they're why it's billionaires and corporations have weaponized the stupid and the hateful to destroy yeah. the country so they don't have to pay taxes but well, by the way ben good for down. you for running yep. for president i mean i'm really proud like, of you like that's you doing something like instead of just sitting Thank on you. you know just sitting back and bitching you actually did something and the big goal was to you know like i said like make sure i could eviscerate trump in the war of words and in a debate if i ever could debate against him i would be able to eviscerate him and i ended up through all the things that led to all the other things, I ended up getting to advise the Biden campaign a little bit on his debate strategy. And if you remember, like he was kind of a mess during the Democratic debates, but during the last presidential debates, he came out really strong and had his strong. Yeah. And and like talking trash to the sitting president saying, shut up, man. And all these great moments that really showed him to be a very strong leader. And I'd like to think I had a little part in helping that happen. You did. I I, I think that's, I think that's true. Um, I love that. So what about you, Danny? What have you got? Well, you um, I'll talk about the news just a little. So I just, I actually, I'll just talk about my, I just went to, um, for the first time, Life One Dream to go to Fringe Fest in Scotland. Nice. And it was really, really fun. A friend of mine, a comedian, Joe Stapleton, 
uh, let me open for him at a couple, do a couple spots there. But more importantly, it was just being around all those people and being, yeah. it was like, I'd never been to Scotland. It was so much fun. Who did you and, see uh, that you liked? Very few. I mean, people I never, I, I, whose names I can't remember. I actually wound up, I, we were, I was there with um, also um, Michael Ian Black was there as well. And oh, so yeah. um, we're friends. So we were like there together and he's friends with Janine Garofalo. And we actually went to see her show and she was fantastic. I love Janine, I love Michael. And, and it was, it, and he was great. And, you know, I saw some people like, I saw what, I saw a lot of things that were just terrible and I still loved it because like every, literally every shop or bar in this thing is the now in the back room has a show and every hour there's people putting out flyers and it was just like really fun. I'm, I'm sure I'll go see your show. And most of them are terrible and some of them are great, but it was just the whole energy of it. Yeah. Uh, um, and, you know, that's occupied my, like the last 10 days of my life and it inspired me. I mean, I, I was telling you, Jenny, before we went on that, I'm going to, I have an idea for a little like sort of one or two person show that I'm going to write and put up there next year, you know, so. Nice. That's, that's cool. Fun. It really that's fun. awesome. Yeah. And then apart from that, Better Call Saul, absolutely fantastic. I just, I, I could not have. Mm -hmm. That's a great show. I just could not love. The only question I have about the show, because I actually gave up on it for a while. And then I got back when I heard that season four and season five or, or five and six rather are like really great. Yeah. So I got back in, but only thing is like I love a slow show and I love a character developing show but as a as an EP I wonder your thoughts on this Danny is it was too slow for me at points where I couldn't get through it like not even like for narratively important points like there were so many episodes it would be like a montage that would last for like a minute 30 of like Odenkirk throwing a racquetball at the wall of his cell phone shop he's working at for a minute 30 or he changes all of his clothes getting to the trunk of his car and we see every, the shoes and the pants. Why not just cut away? We get the idea. Yeah. I don't. So for me, I will say like, I don't mind that stuff because I think like there's a stylized thing. I did think narratively that seasons particularly like this is six. So season four, three and four were um, slow. I didn't care as much about, you know, exonerating um, the big guy. It was like it, the, the stakes right. weren't quite as high, right? In that, I still like enjoyed the journey, but I would concede that it was, and especially given that first season with Michael McKeon and and yeah. and, and right. all that, which was so. But it 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 it's uh, this that last season is 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 quite good, and I like last season too. I just feel like when you've got 44 minutes or whatever to tell a story, why are you wasting 90 seconds of it throwing a racquetball at a wall? I think some of it is, I, I see, I felt like certain, I won't defend the racquetball one. I won't defend the clothes one. I think it was expressing something. I mean, for me, he was transforming into Saul. It was like yeah. this slow thing and he's picking it out. And some of that, I'm not to give anything away is a big theme in the last season. Fair enough. Um, yeah. and, and so I, I, I don't know. I gave that. Uh, I gave that a shot. I'll tell you what. But I will tell you what. Really fucking ate it this season. And I'm. I nice. said this for a while. Was um, Westworld was like oh. off the rails. Like I loved Westworld. I up until this season. I even there's certain people that didn't. This last season, it reminded me of the uh, Matrix sequels. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, where it's just a lot of people talking about like concepts in the most dour, heavy way, and it's like. <laughs> yeah. Um. Jimmy, I couldn't watch it after season one. I loved season one. And then season two, I feel like I can just tell when a show only really had an outline for the first season. Yeah. yeah. And then they're just making shit up. They're just trying to, they're, they're just, like they weren't expecting season two. Yeah. And they're just completely, Oh, I guess then the the map could be inside the skull of the thing. And then that could be, a, it's like, I, I, I didn't plan that. Yeah. I still dug it up until that point. I, I don't know. I'm a sci-fi geek, but 
What about you, Jenny? What are you watching? Um, I just started watching the new League of Their Own. Oh, I heard a show. Fantastic. Yeah, it's on uh, Amazon Video. It's so good. It's are any really the original good. cast members in it? No, it's uh, Abby Jacobson, beautiful Broad City. She, yeah. uh, she's one of the writers. She stars in it. Um, nice. Darcy Carden is in it. Yeah, she's great. And um, the it's it's really great. Like I didn't know what to expect because I love the movie so much. So you know, like yeah. you kind of get worried that maybe it's not going to live yeah. up to the. It's really really good. I highly recommend that. Nice. Yeah. I yeah. want to see it. And then, of course, I love uh, what we do in the shadows. And so good. That last week. That. Oh, my God. Last week's. Oh, my God. <laughs> Baby Colin Robinson, by the way, is like my favorite thing. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. You really do. It's it's like it's a show that is pure joy in its silliness, yeah. and funniness, and it just goes for it. And um, oh, it makes me so happy. It's such I, I just I love that New Zealand sense of humor. I just like it, that sense of So, so good. It, it tickles me. Um, um all right, Danny, well. Danny, Danny, does anybody tell you that you look like Michael Caine? No, I've not heard that, but I, I like, yeah, I, I, I get Richard Dreyfuss when I have a beard. Oh, yeah. I see that, yeah. I sometimes get Larry David when I'm a, you know, uh, yeah. I think, I, but I always think, feel like that's anti-Semitic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I get Larry David too. What the hell is that about? Yeah, no, really. I do too. It's what's weird. The, like, what's the common thread? Yeah. <laughs> and they usually like, say, Larry? Hmm. I'm like, no, it's Jenny. Sorry. It's Jenny. Um, ben, yeah. can I just say it's been an absolute delight? May, am I allowed to say that? I don't know if you are, but Do I'll it. take say it. it. Jenny, <laughs> Thank I, you. I mean, I'll defer to Jenny, man. I, it has been an absolute delight. Okay, Thank you. Time. There you go. Thank you. It's been a delight for me to speak with you guys. Thank and you everyone, so much. Please go to YouTube, Mad King, Ben Glebe. You must watch it. I, one I'm, of the funniest people. Ben, I promise you, like, I'm going to watch, I have, I have stuff to do, I'm going to watch it either tonight or tomorrow. I really want to see you. it. I'll, I'll, I'll give you, a, I'll give you a note. I mean, I, honestly, Please. I'm really impressed with all that you've done. And I actually Thank feel, you. Um, I feel remorse that I haven't connected with you sooner than this, but I will, I hope going forward, we can rectify that because I really, I would love that. And please let me know what you think of the special. I'm quite proud of it. Even if you hate it, I want to know. I'll tell you, I mean, I'll be nice about it. I'll be like, no, it's good. They really shot it well. Uh, (laughs) No, you look like you're having fun up there. Now you got to think of another excuse if you don't like it. That one's one's shot. The lighting was terrific. Love the lighting. Yeah, it was good. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's great. And to do it at Nation, man. Thanks for sticking with us. Guy, Guy, we love you, man. Yeah. Guy, do you have anything you want to add? Guy, do you have anything you want to add? No. no. Not no means yes. (laughs) Oh, you got another call. That's a good time to say goodbye. Do it. No, I like it. I like it. It shows that we're all busy people. So doing it, Nation, thanks for joining us. And um, we'll see you next week. All right.